Steve Howe is one of the best-known guitarists in the world, having shaped the sound of Yes and Asia, two of the world's most beloved and successful progressive rock bands. He was appearing solo at the Queen's Hall in October, and we caught up with him to find out why he had, for the time being anyway, ditched the band. Yeah, I played there um, a couple of times several years ago. When I started doing um, these kind of shows, if you like, back in 19... 94, I think, or six or something. Um, but I had a Scottish agent. So, in fact, I used to play up in Scotland a great deal more, and I used to play the Queen's Hall. So I must have played it two or three times solo, if not, you know, with bands here and there along the way as well. It's a lovely place. I'm really looking forward to it. I do remember some early solo shows, though. It was really captivating, yeah. Um, so, yeah, very good memories. And, uh, I know that you've, yes, has had more incarnations than maybe even you can remember. Um, yeah. But what, what was it that tempted you out on uh, out on the road as a solo artist? What, did, what made you think about doing that? Well, yeah, um, really, it starts with my main influence as a guitarist being this guy, Chet Atkins. So yeah. Chet Atkins, like a Nashville guitarist, you know, yeah. and he did a lot of records and he played on his own quite, quite a lot of them, you know, he had stuff with the band, and but also he played alone. And I guess instead of trying to copy him, which was very difficult because his, his technique was amazing and he was playing this stuff and you couldn't really work out what the hell it was doing. So I thought, oh, I'll write my own pieces. Once I wrote Clap and then Moved for a Day and then as the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s started, I just continued writing more and more guitar music for my own you know, my own playing. Um, fortunately, other people like it, and many other guitarists attempt to play them, and they're not you know, amazingly difficult. Certainly for some people, I think that you know they can breeze through it. And I purposely play some things that are quite simple because I'm not all that keen on just being difficult. You know, what I mean, just being technical or being kind of flash. You know, so I like things that are melodic, and that's that chat. That was a part of the Chet education too, because when he plays, it's it's always beautifully melodic improvisation. It's kind of melodic. It's not, you know. So I guess that started the seed of, of playing solo shows, which was, you know, like I said, I did did them in the same sort of way that I'm doing them since 1993. It was when I did my first tour. It was called Not Necessarily Acoustic. <clears throat> So that started up, but before then I had played at Montreux Jazz solo back in 1979, and I had done spots, you know, where I'd come along and play for 20 minutes or something. So I, I kind of got a taste for it, and it is something I, it's true, it's truly somewhere else to playing with bands. Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing is different. So it was quite a learning curve, but one I enjoyed because, you know, as you pointed out, I obviously had an ambition to, to do this. And and your, the the music on um, Homebrew quite different. I mean, obviously it has to be if you're just playing it on your own. So it's allowing you to be a little bit creatively different. Well, I mean, a music does change form quite nicely. You can go a nice tune or a song or something. You can you can play electric acoustic. You can play full band. You can play it alone. You know. So I like the the, the flexibility in that a lot. And and so most probably I'm going to play. Really, I mean, my tour is called Homebrew 6. It's my current solo release. Um, and I'll definitely talk about it. It's something that's been going on for six volumes. And it's like, it's a crazy thing that I started doing with my own recordings. A bit like Les Paul and Chad Atkins. They, they wanted to record at home. I wanted to record at home. And I found that that music that, 
that I originally write through. It, it's quite interesting. It has a different flavour, you know, and so I started putting it out. So I'll pick a, most probably a song, the opening song on there, and play that on a, on a, a strummy uh, um, guitar. And basically say, well, that's that's a bit of homebrew six, you know. But um, all my CDs are very hard to reproduce solo, you know, unless they are like Motif is possibly the only CD uh, that's the first release on How Sound, my own label, uh, five or six years ago. And Motif was the first time I'd only done solo pieces on the CD. They've always been included as sort of like a distraction or a nice relief to other music. You know, when you play solo, you know, focus in. And um, so they're an ingredient in lots of my solo albums. But then Motif was when I put, you know, like 20 of them together to try new pieces as well as formulating better versions or, or studio versions of pieces that have mainly been played live. So it's it's a weird old thing. I wouldn't say it's complicated, but it, it, it's there's a sort of thread to it that, that, that I'm, I'm living, you know, and I like to get back and play solo so much because, uh, you know, group life is great, you know, and there's blah, 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 there's all this happening. But also doing this kind of thing is very special to me. This was Phyllis Stephen with another Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Follow us online at www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk. Thanks for listening.